episode 203 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Empower Evergreen is a new resource for the Hispanic community in Wichita. It's set up to provide a variety of services, including assistance for those who want to create their own small business. The founding executive director of Empower Evergreen is my guest for episode 203. Ariel Rodriguez will talk about what Empower Evergreen offers with the support of many in the Wichita community, including Coke Industries. That's also the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. More than 17% of Wichita's population is Hispanic. The latest numbers available show that there are more than 800 Hispanic-owned firms in Wichita with revenues of $320 million. Reporter Shelby Kellerman writes about Empower Evergreen and talks to Hispanic business owners about their experiences. Our coverage begins on page 12. To go along with that, we spend 10 minutes with Empower Evergreen Executive Director Ariel Rodriguez. That's on page 23. This week's list, Wichita Area Roofing Contractors, that's on page 8. Our special report on education begins on page 16. Our job, our mission, is to provide you business intelligence you can use to grow your business. Every week we publish our leads section, bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our leads section this week begins on page 19. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Well, entrepreneurship has been growing in the Latino community in Wichita and around the United States. According to the Stanford Graduate School of Business, over the last decade, there's been a 34% increase in Latino business owners across the country. And more help is on the way for Wichita entrepreneurs with the creation of Empower Evergreen. We get to hear today from the Executive Director of Empower Evergreen. Welcome, Ariel Rodriguez. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me on here, Bill. Thank you. I'm super excited. Our pleasure. Well, describe what uh, Empower Evergreen is. Yeah, so Empower Evergreen is a six-week-old nonprofit, um, but there's been a lot of years of planning. And so while we may be young and operational, we have had definitely some wisdom from uh, supporters behind us. But we are in Wichita's North End, and so we are in the Evergreen Community Center currently. And so we are here to impact the Hispanic community in the areas of workforce slash career readiness, education, and small business development. What resources will be available for folks there? Not only entrepreneurs, but uh, there are also other resources available there as well. Yeah, so we have a beautiful thing happening. Uh, the Evergreen Community Center is being renovated currently. Um, and so that is a library facility that will then have the other half will be, you know, as I said, the community center. Um, and so we want to make sure we are working with our community partners and co-located nonprofits. Um, so, for instance, KHEDF, which is a Kansas Hispanic Education and Development Foundation, will be also housed in the facility. And so. We want to make sure across the gambit that we have great activities and programs ready for scholarship writing, um, you know, how to help people find and buy a home and teaching that process. 
um, as well as I said, you know, in career readiness and help bring in exposure opportunities, allowing people to learn more skills um, so they can be more marketable. Or when we talk about small business development, um, you know, we really want to make sure that people have the very fundamentals of starting and getting a permit and how do you get your EIN number and, you know, really making sure we offer those um, both bilingually in English and Spanish, because we want to make sure we're reaching our neighborhood and the residents right around here um, in, in a comfortable and inviting setting. You're really talking about somebody who has an idea and wants to go forward, but doesn't really know how to do that. You're ready to help them from the very beginning, right? Right. So we are going to make sure our programs are in place um, to teach all across. You know, we really want a point of entry. If someone is, hey, I, I have this idea and have no way to do it. We want to be able to help them. Or, hey, I have this idea. How do I scale this? You know, and making sure we have people who are relevant and also can communicate with them as well. This is a group that's been around for about six weeks, as you say. Um Talk about the timetable for really getting up and running. As you say, there's uh, work to be done at Evergreen, obviously, which is at 26th in Arkansas. Uh, talk about that whole process and the timeline to where you're really up and running. Yeah, so currently the, the facility is slated to be done about November of this year. Um, and so we hope to have our programming space up and running and basically by January of 2022. Um, but we are also currently planning, while, while we're planning out our, 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 our programming for the new calendar year, we're also going to want to launch with some programming this fall. Um, you know, so there's also some opportunities that we'll be putting in place as well. How much work has to be done uh, to the Evergreen Center? Yeah, so there is a $1.6 million renovation, um, and they are completely gutting that facility um, so it is going to be a uh, updated and state-of-the-art modern uh, community learning center. Where did the original idea come from? And who's kind of responsible for moving the project from idea to reality? Who are some of those original supporters and, and drivers of the project? Yeah, you know, so it's been a multitude of, of, of people and coming together, you know, to make this happen. But you know, back in the late 2000s, there was a community, a CDC, a community development corporation, which is a nonprofit that was located, the Nomar CDC. And, uh, you know, at the time, Councilwoman Miller and some other people were really involved in making, uh, trying to advocate for those resources. And so, you know, some efforts had a change and align and didn't quite work out at the time. So some of those same energies still existed and they never went away when you have fierce advocates like that, you know, they continue pushing for those resources. And so, it really all came to a head um, about, I think it was about 2017 when, 2017, 2018, when the city was looking at closing some libraries. Um, and at the time, Councilwoman Claycomb, you know, really wanted the library to stay open as it was important for the community. So all these voices came together and say, hey, how do we make the center even more active and engaged and, and make some robust programming to make the building more viable um, and in the long run? And so, you know, all those ideas came together and, you know, there are a lot of those models, especially for Latino serving CDCs like this across the country. Um, so they definitely were able to use their knowledge and expertise, how to combine all that for a local, um, you know, North End and Power Evergreen. And so, you know, they kept fighting. And so here, here I am now ready, ready to serve our community. Give us a picture of the Hispanic business community in Wichita. How strong is it? 
Do you have a feel for exactly how many businesses there are? And uh, I think a lot of us would be surprised to know just exactly how strong the Hispanic business community is here. Right. Yeah, no, you know, there is a ever-growing list, you know, and I, I would be um, not wise, act like I knew who they all were and how many. Uh, but as I've spent, especially time in the North End, is you go around and there are quite a few businesses from restaurants uh, to other type of retail stores that are, you know, tucked away. And so, you know, there is a thriving area. Um, and there's a, also, as you mentioned in that Stanford study, you know, that the Hispanic, the Hispanic community, the Latino population, really do start businesses at a really fast rate. Um, and in that same study, they do talk about also the debt load um, is higher than some other, other ethnic groups. And so, you know, I think this is kind of an area that we can help people who are ready, who are entrepreneurial, who are ready to start that, while also giving them resources from some seasoned professionals um, and people who have been through those processes to make it much more manageable and also increase their chances of being more successful. One of the areas we hear from entrepreneurs, especially minority entrepreneurs, is that it's really difficult to get access to capital. Uh, how do you help folks get access to capital when they're, they've got these ideas, but they do need some capital to, to get it going? Right, right. So, you know, I think that's where the beautiful uh, piece of this can work through a philanthropy, philanthropy, and as well as business coming together. And so I, you know, I think in Wichita, it's a, it's a newer thing we have not embraced yet, you know, and so as we are planning out our process, um, you know, again, we are looking down the road of how do we bring in, you know, community funding? So how can we set up a, you know, micro loan, micro fund opportunity, um, where maybe there's not as many Red, as much red tape and strings attached, you know, for private lending to go to a bank, you got to have a credit score, you know, this, you got to have a collateral for that, you know, and not every business needs, you know, the deep investment, maybe it is just, a, you know, a couple thousand dollars mixed with some support, you know, so we see our role in helping businesses have access to those capital um, and, and really work on that. So that is something that is a, an initiative that we're deeply researching, you know, making sure we can bring these opportunities um, but in the interim, there are definitely funding opportunities out there, um, SBA, um, and there are people and local banks that are already doing some great work. And so, you know, our, our goal is to be able to leverage some of those supporters already um, and help bring in some connection as well. I would imagine that's a big part of your job right now is just getting to know a lot of the people in the community and and uh, finding partners. Right, right. I, you know, I kind of I kind of can view myself as a advocate right now. Um, you know, and a line in to say, hey, we sounds like you guys do this, but did you know this is going on over here, you know, and starting to tie some strings really quickly, um, you know, and I think, you know, as I do this and I've been having these conversations, it's, you know, this is a huge, a huge step to push forward Wichita economically, you know, we look at the Hispanic population is, you know, almost one fifth of our population identify as being, you know, Hispanic. So, you know, this is an economic, uh, important economic message that we need to be able to continue investing in our population as well. Coke Industries has made an investment in Empower Evergreen. And uh, talk about that and talk about uh, some of the other supporters you have. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Coke Industries obviously is a strong supporter of local nonprofits here in Wichita. Um, and they really um, want to help and leverage the unique talents of people um, and, you know, really allow organizations like Empower Evergreen 
to go in and help people kind of find their self-sufficiency in the way they're already doing it, you know, and, it, and again, they're understanding, they know there's a lack, you know, for people of understanding of knowledge, you know, need to learn some of those fundamental skills. And so um, they, they have, jo- they have joined before we have even started our operations because they see, you know, the, the critical pieces here. And so we have great supporters such as Coke, um, the Camarinas, they are a great family in Wichita that have done a lot of work for Wichita for scholarships and supporting minority students. Um, and so they're again, another uh, backer, um, you know, Fidelity Bank. We know we know Fidelity has done a lot for Wichita as well. And, you know, they, they haven't uh, signed on early on to support the work that we're doing. In our story, Shelby talks about Mariela Torres and her South Wichita restaurant. You mentioned the importance of people seeing examples of success locally. Talk about that a little bit and how important that is. Yeah, you know, as you go out, you know, and, and anybody thinks of their role, meeting people in community, it, it helps to find somebody that relates to you. Um, you know, we, we become more comfortable when we see success, when I can see myself. Um, and, you know, that's been a huge piece of how we are trying to build our programming is because we want other business owners to see somebody that has done well. If you look at, you know, um, you know, Ginny Dawn, you know, she is obviously an inspiration for many people, right? And so how can we continue to lift these voices up and, and show, you know, these are business owners and look at what they've done, you know, and, and they act as mentors. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of the angle that we want to help play that part in connecting. Um, and also they have real life examples, you know, and they can teach you what to do and what not to do. And, you know, I've always looked to my mentors to help me um, in those same roles too. Are there special challenges that are unique to Latino entrepreneurs? You know, I think, I think there, you know, every group has its own, every ethnic group has a challenge, right? And I think the language barrier is, it's not just language, it's a cultural and slash language barrier, Um, you know, and and what one, what one culture may view as a custom may be completely different to another. And so that language really is important. And so, you know, we believe that having the bilingual programming will help kind of alleviate some of those struggles uh, to make sure it's coming back the message in a culturally relevant uh, setting. You're the subject of our 10 minutes with feature this week. Help us get to know you a little bit better though. Where'd you grow up? Yeah. So I am from Wichita actually. Um, So I'm a Wichita native. Uh, What school did you go to? Uh, So I went to St. Anne's, uh, uh, way down on down south. So, and then I went to Bishop Carroll for high school here. Great college. I went to, so I started at KU, um, and then I switched over to Fort Hayes because I took a full time job to work with my students at the Boys and Girls Club in Lawrence. Oh, great! You might talk about some of the other positions you've had along your career. Yeah. So it all started uh, when I wanted, when I thought I wanted to be a nurse, and then I started working with kids at a Boys and Girls Club. Um, so I worked at Boys and Girls Club in Lawrence for a few years, and then I relocated back to Wichita, and I was the executive director of Rise Up for Youth, a local youth mentoring high school program here in Wichita that serves six high schools. Um, and so this kind of, you know, found my passion for Wichita and how I can really help impact the community. Talk about the, your parents. Uh, did you come from a big family, and what did your parents do? Yeah, yeah, no. So I definitely have a big, uh, big family. Uh, multiple siblings. And so my, uh, my mom works at Spirit Aero Systems. Um, and so, you know, I've always had that tie to Wichita. 
Um, and, you know, my, my dad actually lived in New Mexico for quite some time. So, you know, it was a lot with my, my mom, but really that was, you know, who drove me. Uh, you know, she taught me a lot about, you know, really working hard, um, you know, especially in a single parent household and, you know, doing all that. So um, that's part of my inspiration today. Well, if someone hears this and they want to support Empower Evergreen, how do they do that? Yeah. So obviously we're pretty new right now. Um, so the best way right now is to help get our message out, but also to come to our Facebook page, um, which is Empower Evergreen. And that's the best way to stay connected with us right now as we're building out the rest of our resources. Well, also, if, if someone hears this and they want to seek help from Empower Evergreen, how do they do that? Uh, are you guys up and running to the point where you can actually start talking to entrepreneurs? Right. If there's anybody who wants to reach out, I have definitely made some connections and would be ready to start chatting. Um, so the social media is the best way, again, to reach out to Empower Evergreen. Um, but also, I am also located at the Evergreen Community Center currently, which is at 2700 North Woodland. Um, and so that's where I'm office at. So we're definitely open and ready to meet with people um, so we can start engaging. Well, Shelby Kellerman's story about Empower Evergreen is in this week's Wichita Business Journal and at wichitabusinessjournal.com. That's where you'll also find our feature on our guest today, Ariel Rodriguez. Thank you for being with us. We'll keep in touch on your progress. Good luck and good luck on the, uh, the new venture. We'll be watching. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving us this story and this time. Um, you know, it really does take a community. And that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 203. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and for subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. You know, creating the business concept, well, that turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.